Alrighty. Hey. Welcome back. It's the Veterans Assembly Hall podcast. It's your voice, your veterans voice for the Merrimack Valley. We talk everything that has to do with veterans down here. Try and get it out there in front so everybody hears about it. We're your platform. Use us. We're going to be out there this summer. We're going to be doing a lot of um, a lot of stuff on site. So I'm looking forward to speaking with you. Looking forward to meeting with you. And giving you a platform uh, right here in the Merrimack Valley for veterans. So this is the Veterans Assembly Hall podcast. Let's get into it. Let's get right to it. All right. I'm recording this. This is a Memorial Day weekend. It's a weekend of remembrance and honoring, right? Everybody gets confused about Veterans Day, Memorial Day, Armed Forces Day, that kind of stuff. There's been a lot going on with uh, memorials and such in the uh, Lowell area. Calgary Park Memorial, William Calgary Memorial over there at the park, right on Stephen Street. Uh, A lot of controversy in the last month. Uh, but it's a good example how things can work themselves out. John McDonald, Jerry Flynn all got together with Allied Paving, the contractor. So if you don't know the background of it, uh, Jerry Flynn has taken it upon himself, him and another gentleman, that they go over to the park because they both grew up in this area, and uh, they keep the memorial up. You would think that'd be a city responsibility for Lowell, but um, they take it upon themselves to go ahead and do that and good on them. And every year they go over, put bark mulch and, you know, uh, neaten up the area. And this area is not far from where I live, so I walk by there a lot, okay? And uh, there's trash in that little grassy corner, uh, so I tend to pick it up as I go by. They do their part. They certainly do way more than I do. Uh, and so they went over and uh, to take a look at the area, and they discovered that the city contractor that was working on Stephen Street doing the sidewalks had for the weekend had uh, basically no other way to say it. He desecrated their workers had desecrated that area. They piled up uh, the stone, the granite stone for the contract for the sidewalk edging. Uh, There were trash barrels. There was debris literally on top of the memorial. There was wood planks. There were uh, tractors and such parked behind it. It was atrocious. I went over. I didn't. I saw the post on Facebook And I'm the type that, uh, you know, things might happen on Facebook. By the time you read it, it might all be gone, right? So I go down there. I take a ride right down to take a look at that. And sure enough, just like the pictures on Facebook, uh, there's all the equipment right on top of the memorial. So for my part, I wrote wrote a very stern email. (laughs) I wrote a very stern email to the city council. Um, They have a way to email them off hours. So I went to that link. I sent the email out to the... um, to the mayor and to the city councilors, and I will tell you that Mayor Leahy called me back on a Sunday afternoon. I think it was Mother's Day. It was a, a holiday weekend. He called me back uh, promising that by Monday morning that would be addressed, that that area would be cleaned up. Um, I also got an email back from Councilman Drinkwater. Uh, never heard from anybody else. Now, I know Rita Mercia was very much involved, so I'm not... Uh, not disparaging her in any way. Uh, she was working with John McDonald and Jerry McGuire, big veterans advocates in this local area. Jerry is more Worcester-based, but he's very prevalent. Um, and anyway, the long and short of it was, this is how it all, they got it cleaned up that very next day. I tell you, by 8 o'clock in the morning, on Monday morning, that site was clean. 
uh, probably the way it should have been left originally, you know. Uh, and since then, the contractor, Allied Paving, has, uh, they're from Ch- over in Chelsea, based in Chelsea, apparently, they have stepped up and promised not only to make good on uh, fixing that area up, but also to follow through. They want to put up, uh, I know John McDonald and Jerry Flynn, I talked about putting up some railings and lighting and stuff to protect the actual memorial stone. And they're going to work with the contractor. And it sounds like I'm looking forward to seeing what happens. It sounds like it's going to be all taken care of. Uh, And that's a really good example of how you try not to blow this stuff out of proportion. We all responded appropriately. There was a right amount of displeasure about the event. Uh, But both sides came to the table. There was the conversation stayed open. Um, And this is a conversation I've had with a few other guys um, that I work with pretty heavily on veterans stuff in Lowell area. And I'm, it's just me. Okay. And you might not agree with me and that's fine. You listen to the veterans assembly hall podcast and you're like, Hey, I agree with some of the stuff he says and some of the stuff you don't, I don't ask that you agree with everything that I say. Okay. So you might not agree with this, but I think sometimes, sometimes we think that veterans advocacy advocacy means we have to be very antagonistic in the way we approach stuff. In other words, we have to be angry and we have to shout a lot and we have to make a lot of noise. And sometimes we do. That's appropriate. But we also have to be able to listen and sit down at the table, just like John McDonald demonstrated, just like Jerry Flynn demonstrated. They sat down. They were the stakeholders in the event. I was not a stakeholder. I'm a veteran. Uh, I'm a veteran advocate. I live in Lowell. Yes, all that's true. But I was not a stakeholder in that battle. So I did my part. I was willing to get involved uh, more. But the thing is, those folks that were the stakeholders were able to sit down and and figure out a resolution. So I I offer that caution to a couple of specific people in my head that I that I'm thinking of. It's not the folks I mentioned. Okay. <laughs> um, but sometimes we get confused in order to demonstrate our, our commitment to veterans advocacy. We have to be very adversarial. We have to be very abrasive. We have to be very much one-sided in the conversation. And that's not the case. It's not how things get done, man. It's not how things come on, man. That's not how things get done. All right. Enough of that. Uh, so actually that's good news. It starts out as bad news. It's good news for the, uh, for the park. It's Memorial day. We should be remembering um, a lot of people. Matthew Boulay. Uh, I'm a you know I do a lot in Drake area too. So we have Gromley Turner, um, Monahan are all on the Vietnam Wall. Uh, take some time this weekend. You're probably going to be listening to this after the weekend. Unfortunately, I hope you took some time on Memorial Day weekend to get out and uh, and remember what the weekend's all about maybe go you should, if you haven't if you didn't visit a memorial over memorial day we can make up for that and go do it now um, next memorial day weekend uh, i don't i don't dis- discourage you from taking some time to to have, be with family and friends and other veterans or whatever but somewhere in that weekend find some time to get over to one of the memorials somewhere in your town or city even if it's just a memorial corner pick up the trash that's over there take a few minutes to read the person's name and remember them that's what it's about it's about remembrance all right it's about remembrance uh, and we should never forget never forget what they did we should never forget their names so this disparage your legacy is to just let it be forgotten and we won't let that I won't let that happen all right Woo. well it's Veterans Assembly Hall podcast. There I go. You know, I'm off railing away. <laughs> all 
All right. Uh, it's that time of the month uh, that I got the um, my VFW, my American Legion magazine, and you guys know that I like to go through them and see what's in them. And um, so in the Legion magazine, how did I miss this? How, how did I miss this? In the Legion magazine, they're talking about the National World War I Memorial in Washington, D.C. Opens to the public. It just opened on April 17th. First of all, how did we not have a memorial to World War I? How did we not have one already? And secondly, how did I miss this whole thing? Sleep at the wheel. Um, the National World War I Memorial in Washington, D.C. It opened on April 17th. It honors 4.7 million Americans who served. Get your heads around that for a minute, okay? 4.7 million Americans served in World War I. It's insane. It's insane. That's an insane number. These are the people it makes note of. These are the people that started the American Legion. If you don't know, the very few veterans organizations are constitutionally created by the Congress of the United States. The Legion and the VFW are two of them. I think there's like 17 total. DAV, a couple of those. I don't remember. I'll get the list. I had, I've had it on Veterans Assembly All Podcast before. I've had it on. But they're congressionally created. That was one of the reasons why, for the longest time, we had those gap years that you've heard me talk about on Veterans Assembly Hall podcast. The Legion had these gap years. It was ridiculous. They were between conflicts. Even though the VFW requires that you serve overseas, so it it essentially has to be a campaign ribbon type of an organization, right? In order to earn the campaign ribbon, you have to have been deployed overseas at that in the theater. The Legion was a very different organization, not like AMVETS, it was just AMVETS was wide open, but Legion had these gap years in between, and I know a lot of folks that got caught in those gap years, like 76 was the end of the Vietnam um, Memorial the war and then i think the next one was like 80 something and so if you were in the later 70s early 80s you cold war essentially you were uh you were blocked out from membership in the legion that's been changed okay that's gone away but the reason that was so hard to change was because the organization itself was created through a congressional act if i remember and i might be speaking a little bit out of school because i don't have my cards in front of me but i'm doing this from memory but that's why so uh anyway World War One. these were the folks that uh, that started the American Legion. These are the folks, if you go to the Lowell Memorial Auditorium, was, it was um, constructed in 1919, I believe. These are the same, okay? These are the folks that were responsible for that. And at the time, there was the Spanish-American War and probably some even, you know, some further back than that. They, there were a lot of, of veterans that we don't, um, that obviously are no longer alive and that we don't want their service and their memories to fade, right? So uh, we need to kind of um, continue to remind folks about what they did for this country and what it means uh, for this country. And these, this memorial is going to do just that. This is a national World War I memorial in Washington, D.C. It's now dedicated in their memory. In 2014, Congress approved the redevelopment of Pershing Park as a national World War I memorial. And, uh, I think Pershing is uh, Persian Rifles, all the very prominent name, uh, particularly in the Army circles. Um, the following, the, a, a following, a design contest, uh, the U.S. World War One Memorial Centennial Commission, because obviously 1919, we kind of went by 2019, probably was the 
Centennial uh, selected a concept that preserves the urban park setting while adding commemorative elements. I'm anxious to see this. I go to D.C. almost every year. Uh, I'm supposed to be there right now, but I didn't get down there this weekend. Um, but I'll be down there this year, and I'm going to go make it a point to go see this park. Um, it's impossible to understand that our nation and our world today without understanding World War One. Yeah, Roger that. Um, just as names, just as the names Bunker Hill in Yorktown, um, Gettysburg, Normandy, Iwo Jima ring out in our national memory. Should so should uh, the the names of uh, the locations for World War One. I. I could I agree. Um, modern America's ide- very identity is forged during this war. I agree. Uh, World War One Memorial in D.C. It's been uh, it's been opened um, and it's available and uh, you know good on them. I, I, one of the things we should look at how much of uh, I know over in Drake it there and I'll try and get the gentleman on uh, the podcast. I know over in Jake it there's a there's a World War One Memorial right over there on Arlington Street, right by the Hannafords, used to be the Alexander Supermarket, right across the street in that little um, square. In the center of that is a World War One memorial, and they right now have a rededication rededication committee uh, underway. They're trying to raise funds, so we're going to get on a future podcast. We'll get them on, and they're trying to uh, preserve and um, and maintain that the stone that's there. Now, I, I've I've put uh, the wreath over there a couple of times during Christmas, and obviously just prior to Memorial Day weekend, and. As far as I know, that's the only one in Drake. It, I don't know if there's one. I'm sure there's one in Lowell. I don't know where it is, and I'm embarrassed to say that. I'm sure, there's probably, uh, I know a lot of the Memorial Auditorium is dedicated to previous battles, and some and many of them are probably World War I. Um, but that's, you know, that's probably something we should probably start talking about here on the podcast. Now, I'm looking at the VFW magazine for this month, and coincidentally, there's an article in here about uh, con- congressional veterans. They're asking uh, President Biden to support a global war on terrorism memorial. And uh, seeing as I have an active stake in this, <laughs> having deployed uh, for Desert Storm back in 1991 and then again in 03, 6, and uh, 9, for OEF or OIF, I'm really, yeah, I'm really mu- very much in favor of this. This is something I've been very vocal about: is that um, you know we don't lose sight of the fact that the longest war in American history now, uh, this global war on terrorism, we have um, hundreds and thousands of veterans. In fact, they talk about that: that 2.7 million veterans have served since uh, 9/11. Okay. Uh, including 60,000 wounded veterans and approximately 7,000 killed in action. So, yeah, we need to get the ball rolling on this. 23 House members, our military veterans, have asked uh, President Biden to support the VFW-backed Global War on Terrorism Memorial Location Act. It's House Resolution 1115-1115. House Resolution 1115. Let me say it one more time. House Resolution 1115. All right. That would establish a memorial dedicated to more than 2.7 veterans who have served since 2011, since the attacks in New York City, right? Washington and Pennsylvania. If passed and signed into law, House Resolution 1115, 1115 would then be the last step in authorizing the creation of a memorial on the National Mall in Washington, D.C., Let's get her done. In a joint statement by Representative Jared Golden up there in Maine and Representative 
Van Taylor of Texas, a Democrat and a Republican. So some joint activity here, okay? This is what you guys are looking for these days, something to be bipartisan on. Here you go. The Marine Corps veterans and VFW members said the memorial would stand as a place of healing as well as an enduring symbol of the service and sacrifice the global war on terrorism veterans have undertaken. Yeah, absolutely. So Representative Jared Golden's up there in Maine. He's a member of the VFW Post 1603 in Auburn, Maine. Okay, in Auburn, Maine. Uh, He's advocating for this. In 2017, President Donald Trump signed the Gulf War on Terrorism Memorial Act, which expedited the global war on Terrorism Memorial from the Commemorative War, which exempted it from the Commemorative War Act, Works Act. And what that essentially does, and I can't, <laughs> I can't talk tonight, but that essentially does is that law signed in, uh, it's a law that was signed in 1986, requires a 10-year waiting period from the official end of a war before constructing a memorial on the National Mall. It is exempt from that. Donald Trump already took care of that. President Donald Trump in 2017, August of 2017, signed an exemption to that. So that doesn't apply here, okay? So let's get some bipartisan work on House Resolution 1115. Man, get this underway, all right? Global War and Terrorism Memorial. I want to see that done. Definitely want to see that done on the mall. It's something I, I won't d- deep dive into it. I've kind of hinted at it that I sometimes feel like we get the those veterans get overlooked right now uh significantly but it's just me like i said you don't always have to agree with me okay it's memorial day weekend um like i said if you if you're out there uh you're hearing this after memorial day weekend which is very likely to be the case then um make it a point to go see a memorial go visit a memorial okay after you've listened to this podcast go see visit a memorial see and visit and I want you to read the name of the person who it's dedicated or the names of the person it's they're dedicated to. And then think about those folks, because we what we don't want to do is lose that memory, that legacy. The way we honor them is to remember them. Uh, it's easy. No, it's not easy. It's not easy when the families and friends are still alive. It's not because you have a connection. I, I've felt that. Um, but... It, when those folks, those are the keepers of of the uh, the person's legacy, and when they're gone, it's up to us, fellow veterans, to maintain that, to take on that role, and to maintain it, and to prevent them from um, fading off in the, into anonymity. Right? Uh, we don't want that to happen. So, and the, all of our all of our veterans deserve that. All certainly, all of the veterans who. Um, who were killed uh, in on their deployments in their uh, enlistment certainly deserve that to be to be remembered, not be disparaged. Right, all right. So that's all I got for today. This is Memorial Day weekend. Uh, let's hang on a minute. We're gonna do a little bit of. Uh, I've got some music and stuff that I can work on here. Okay, all right. Let's. Uh, we're going to start with uh, the taps. We'll play taps for everybody uh, on Memorial Day weekend.
All right. Thanks, everybody. This is the uh, Veterans Assembly Hall podcast. Talk to you later.